Blog Talk Radio. At Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, we're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. Hello, everybody. This is Mildred Lynn McDonald, and I'm your host for Two Owls Having a Hoot. I'd like to thank you for joining us today. I'm here in beautiful Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia. It is a nice sunny day, and in a few minutes, I'm going to invite my co-host, Kathleen McNeil, located in Sydney, Nova Scotia, to join us. The topic that we're going to explore is very old, very ancient, yet very relevant for the lives that we lead today. It's in the arena of dowsing, and the tool, the energy tool, is called a pendulum. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Kathleen McNeil to the table. Hello, Kathleen. Hello, Mildred. And are you pumped up about talking about dowsing and the pendulum today? Love it. Okay. I love it. <laughs> All right. So first of all, for our listeners wondering if you can share a little bit of an explanation about what actually is dowsing and what is a pendulum. Dowsing is a way to obtain answers from your high self. It's been around as long as the human race has been here. Matter of fact, there's a reference in the book of Genesis where Joseph makes reference to a silver goblet that was used for divination. Now, we're not going to use a silver goblet, but we will use a pendulum. And a pendulum can be any balanced weight hung on a string or a thread or a chain. doesn't matter. It just needs to be heavy enough to swing properly. And almost anything will serve as a pendulum. But it's a good idea to find a pendulum that you really like, that feels really good in your hand, so that you can use it only for dowsing. And maybe, Mildred, you can talk about how a pendulum works. So to the best of my ability and what makes sense in my world is that with a pendulum, we're simply using a tool to help us access our intuition, our higher selves, our highest purpose. We may wear a pair of glasses to help us see more crisply, to help our vision be sharper. And a pendulum is an energy tool that helps sharpen or focus your innate life force energy. And the life force energy I'm talking about is that inner peace, that beautiful feeling, the connection to your higher self or to your spirit, and you're removing distractions. So I know that if I use a pendulum, if I use something like a pendulum, 
I find myself quieting down. I find my breathing changes. I find that I'm going into a space where I'm sensing a connection to my higher self, to inner peace, something quiet, contemplative, fluid, connected. So that's what we're talking about when we're looking at going into the energy. And the biggest thing in my experience is that you're removing outer distractions. And I would say, and Kathleen, maybe you've had this experience, it's almost like going into a meditative state. It is definitely a sacred space, but maybe people can relate to a meditative space or an athlete can relate to being in the zone or being in a flow. How does that sound? It sounds perfect. And being in the flow to me is exactly the way I feel when I use my pendulum. It just feels right. It feels good. It feels like you're connected. It's all about looking at energy and how that energy connects to you. Maybe I can give a bit of example that would explain it. Pendulum can be used for all kinds of reasons. One way that you can use the pendulum is to collect maybe books that are appropriate for you to read or collecting supplements for your healthy body. A book might be in alignment with my highest interest, but it may not be a book that is in alignment, say, with your highest interest, Mildred. So that, to me, is the way that the pendulum uses energy to determine what is most appropriate for myself. I remember going into a bookstore with my pendulum and I would simply hold the book in my hand and I would use my pendulum to discern if the energy of the book is complementary to my energy as it is connected to my highest purpose. And sometimes Mildred in her head would want to read the book, but for whatever reason, when I doused it, it turned out not to be in my highest interest to read a book. And this book could be on any subject, and I was usually in the mind, body, spirit section, so maybe it had bright colors or a pretty picture and attracted me. What I learned as I became more seasoned in using dowsing or using a pendulum is that you have to be very careful in terms of what you choose to make a non-positive response mean. So, for example... I may have had a book in my hand. I may have used my pendulum to discern if the energy was in my highest interest or complementary to my energy, and it may have said no. So what does this mean? I don't want to know. I want a yes. I want an enthusiastic yes. What it simply means is that it might not be the right time to read this book, or the content of this book is not in your highest interest, or maybe a hundred and one other reasons. But the basic premise is that you are going into your energy field, you're going into your sacred space, you're connecting with your higher self, and you're asking, is it in my highest interest to read this book at this time or read this book at all? And you need to trust and have faith that the answer that you're receiving from your highest self which is really an answer you're giving to yourself, is no. And Kathleen, I believe you also had experiences like that. Oh, for sure, Mildred. And I remember when we first started on this journey of using the pendulum, and at first it was really quite new to us, and we 
really wanted yeses to many questions. But it turned out that sometimes it was no, and we learned that when it's a no, you simply just walk away. Because for whatever the reason, it just wasn't the best thing for you at that time. may have been down the road, but it wasn't at this particular point in time, it just wasn't the best thing for you to do, whether it was to read a book, whether it was to go to Halifax on vacation, whether it was to attend a movie, it just wasn't for you at that time. And we learned it took a bit of time, but we caught on after a while. After a while, it a couple of gray hairs. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any gray hairs now, do we? <laughs> when you're using the pendulum and when you're first starting out, there's guidelines to help you because this is an ancient tool, a sacred tool, a holy tool that people have used for ages and ages and ages. And as something is out there, people develop wisdom to create guidelines. There's three very important questions to ask yourself before you attempt to engage your pendulum or dowsing. I'll say what the three questions are, and perhaps Kathleen would be kind enough to expand on them a little bit. So the three questions are, may I, can I, should I? I'm going to throw the ball to Kathleen. So may I basically means, do I have the permission to douse? Whether you're dowsing for yourself or whether you're dowsing for somebody else, you need the permission, and permission is from your higher self. So that's what may I means. The can I means, am I capable of dowsing? Do I have the skills to douse in whatever area you're going into? And the should I means, is it proper? Is it appropriate? Is it a suitable? This is all about integrity. So you want to ensure that it's in your highest good to doubt. So the may I, can I, should I, basically, that's what you're asking. And in some cases, people have used the question, is it in alignment with my highest interest too? And that's another question that is very appropriate. So for people who are exploring dowsing or using a pendulum, in order to set the scene, and we can look at this as before you have a meal or invite people over, you're going to set the table, and you're going to set the table nicely. So I always look at it as I'm setting the table to ask the questions, and I want the table to be set properly, to be set in integrity, to be in alignment with my highest interest, because I'm also inviting my higher self and perhaps angels and spirit guides to the table as I ask these questions. Now, I wanted also to share, and Kathleen will get a chuckle at this, our journey into using the pendulum, because we did a little bit of a stumbling and falling, and I think we laughed at ourselves and experienced impatience and frustration, and other people laughed at us too. So Kathleen and I were basically two normal people who lived a normal life, and we both had conventional jobs, and for whatever reason, we became attracted to what's called energy work. And I know for myself, I didn't really know what it was. I can't speak for Kathleen, but I'm thinking that at some point she felt the same way too. So lo and behold, there was a workshop, a three-day workshop in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Kathleen and I signed up for it. We didn't know each other at the time. We both signed up independently. And we were there, and there was probably maybe eight to ten people attending the workshop. It was a beautiful workshop that was held by Louise White, 
who owned Nana's Foods in Sydney, Nova Scotia, and Louise has since passed over. She was a wonderful mentor to Kathleen and myself and many other people. So we're there. You could picture this. We're there. We're all sitting down. The concept of using the pendulum for dowsing is being talked about. We're getting excited. The moment is upon us to actually try out the pendulum because once you hear the concept, that's all you want to do is give it a whirl. So everybody has picked up their pendulum and they're going through the process, they're going through the format and getting along very nicely because they are able to get the pendulum to move for them. Kathleen and I are sitting there staring at this pendulum intensely and for neither one of us will it move. It will not move, it will not move, and we are becoming more and more frustrated, more and more impatient. And I think the people who are sitting there attending the workshop, their pedals were flying all over the place. (laughs) I wouldn't have been surprised if they went into orbit with them. Now, of course, I'm exaggerating, but when you're sitting there and nothing's moving and everybody else is getting this and we're not used to not getting things. It was very, very, very frustrating. And I guess that was part of our journey. The happy story is by the end of the class, we were able to access our inner consciousness and get the pendulum to move. But I know we must have been very entertaining because the leader of the class, Louise White, as far as my understanding, used the example of Kathleen and I and our impatience and frustration for many classes that she gave on using dowsing in a pendulum moving forward. Kathleen, I don't know if you have anything to add to that or not. At the point in time, I felt very embarrassed, but now I laugh at it. I really have to laugh at it because when I walked in, I could see all these people using their pendulums before the class even started. I was thinking, this is going to be great. I'm going to be able to use this tool. It's going to help me immensely. And then it just wouldn't move. (laughs) But as you say, at the end, we moved forward with it. And not only did we move forward with it, Louise would always comment, as you mentioned before, about you and I. But she would always used to add that perseverance worked for these two ladies because out of that class, we were the two people that continued to use pendulums and to use them on a really consistent basis. So perseverance does work. Hosts Mildred Lynn McDonald and Kathleen McNeil are delighted to bring to you Two Owls Having a Hoot. Join them as they delve into the mysteries of ancient wisdom, explore the healing capabilities of energy medicine, and bridge the gap between the seen and the unseen. Get ready to challenge your six senses. Shift your perspective, learn new energy healing tools, and connect the dots between the old, the new, and everything in between. Tune in to Two Owls Having a Hoot for stimulating conversations steeped in boundless curiosity and divine wonder. Airs the first Thursday of the month at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Kathleen, one of the reasons that we're offering Two Owls Having a Hoot is to share our journey with people out there who are curious about energy work. And as I mentioned before, Kathleen and I came from very conventional backgrounds. And the reason we want to share it is because through energy work, we have received many benefits, inner peace, fulfillment. It's just helped us 
make sense out of life, and it helped us walk our path in a good way, in a fulfilled way, in an optimistic way. So I'm wondering if this might be a good time, Kathleen, for you to share a little bit about your journey and how energy work, specifically dowsing or using the pendulum, has helped you. Well, Mildred Lynn, little did I know when I attended that first pendulum class that it was definitely a start of a journey that would show me a new way of life. Through the use of the pendulum, I was able to make decisions, big and small, much easier than I was able to do before. It saved me a lot of time. It brought me peace of mind, as you mentioned. It heightened my intuition, definitely heightened my intuition. And it made the connection to my high self or to the divine much stronger than it did before. I don't think, and I've said this many times as well to you as to others, there's nothing that would convince me to revert back to my life prior to using the pendulum. It just gives me such a such a connection and knowing that my life is going in the right direction. And I think it's one of the best areas of energy medicine that you can use to help your life on a daily basis. Anything else to add, Mildred? Yes, I always have a little something to add. As I was, as I was listening to the benefits of using a pendulum and dowsing that you've experienced in your life. The major thing for me is that it taught me, number one, that I have an inner voice. Number two, my inner voice is connected to my higher self. And number three, life is better when I listen to my inner voice rather than being distracted by external messages. The pendulum is just simply a tool, like many tools, that can be used to help focus and sharpen your intuition. Now, when I'm in the space and I'm listening to my inner voice, I find naturally that the messages or the distractions or the self-talk from the outer world simply disappears. And when you're in your life, you're walking in your life, and so much day-to-day -day business is about receiving messages that may not be in your highest interest, that may make you feel bad about yourself. There's never enough. Everything is urgent. People are busy, busy, busy. You'll find when you go into energy work and you're accessing your inner self that all of this busy, busy, busy stuff, all of the I'm not good enough stuff, all of this worry stuff seems to evaporate. So definitely, that's the benefit of doing energy work. The pendulum is simply a tool. I don't even use the visible tool of the pendulum. My body is the compass or the tuning fork, and I'm able to read my body. I'm able to see what energy is in my highest interest. Energy in terms of geographic location, could be energy in terms of a seminar that I'm interested in attending, or maybe it could be, are certain foods good for my body? And then the final thing I wanted to add there is that it takes time to access your inner energy. And it's a process, and it takes discipline. So 
if there's any takeaway from our experience that we'd love to share is forget about being impatient or frustrated. Look at it as a journey. Look at it as something that the more you do, as Kathleen mentioned, the more you do, the better you get at it. It's like playing basketball. You have a lot of training sessions where you're just throwing the ball in the net or dribbling it down the floor and throwing it in the net and dribbling it down the floor. And you practice, you practice, you practice. But then when the game comes, all that practicing and those skill sets come in handy and you're able to perform and enjoy it. I'd like to throw it over to Kathleen and I'll help a little bit too because there's definitely been resources that we've tapped into that can help you explore this area much better than we could ever explain it. Right, Kathleen? For sure. So what resources really helped you? I would say Raymond Grace. Mm -hmm. He has a book called Techniques That Helped Me, I believe that's what it's called. A great book, great resource. The Letter to Robin. And Hannah Kroger. Hannah Kroger has a book called The Pendulum Book, and that has been very useful as well. When we attended that first class, it was a Hannah Kroger's class, so that's where we started. Just to give you a little bit of background information, Raymond Grace is located at www.raymondgrace, R-A-Y-M-O-N-G-R-A-C-E dot U-S. He is located in the Appalachian Mountains, and he's been doing energy work since about 1973. He's a very individualistic type of person. I remember taking a class from him, and someone would ask him a question, and he would throw it back, try it for yourself. See what results you'd get. Try it for yourself. So he's a great person to encourage people to use their knowledge, use whatever system they have in place to discern and evaluate whatever tools he's presenting for your consideration. So that's Raymond Grace, a letter to Robin. It's a mini course in using the pendulum. It's called a mini course in pendulum for beginners. And if you were interested in accessing that, it's www.lettertorobin.org. The Letter to Robin is about 29 pages, and then it has a companion book. It's written by Walt Woods, and I found it excellent. I refreshed myself on it this morning. A very easy read would probably be my first stop. The third person would be, as Kathleen mentioned, Hannah Kroger, www.krogerhealer.com, K-R-O-E-G-E-R, healer.com. Her area is in Boulder, Colorado, where there's Peaceful Battle Retreat. Now, Hannah has crossed over. Her work, her beautiful work, her pioneering work has remained, and Kathleen has shared the book that she refers to in terms of learning how to use the pendulum. And I was on her website a little earlier, and not only is there one book, there seems to be about seven. So she's taken her initial work and then built upon that and expanded it. So there are three key resources for people who are listening to Kathleen and I and saying to themselves, I don't really understand this dowsing or pendulum information. But for some reason, my heart, and you're noticing I'm saying my heart and not my head, is speaking to me and inviting me to explore some more. What do you think, Kathleen? Yes, and the other thing is there's probably dowsing associations in your area. I know in Nova Scotia, there's a Nova Scotia Dowsing Association, and I'm assuming there are associations 
across Canada and the U.S. are in your local area that you can check out as well. That would be a simple Google search. So you could type in, I could hear my fingers going now, dowsing associations or dowsing community, type in your geographic area to go along with that. I wouldn't even be surprised if there were online courses or maybe workshops, basically for beginners or people who are looking to expand their energy toolkit, so to speak. Now, next time we're together for Two Owls Having a Hoot, Kathleen and I are going to be talking about another discovery we had, and they're called Oracle Cards. So after we moved from the pendulum, or after we had learned a little bit of information about the pendulum, the whole world of energy started to open up, and we discovered Oracle Cards. Kathleen, did you want to add something to that? I think there was another tool you discovered as you discovered Oracle Cards. Well, in addition to the oracle cards, I use runes as well, which are very old, been around a long time. So they go hand in hand, I think, and listeners will be interested in learning what we have to say about oracle cards and runes. So we'd like to thank you very much for joining us today for Two Owls Having a Hoot. We will be airing on Blog Talk Radio under the Firefly Willows Live banner the first Thursday of every month at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Our next show, I'll be back in California. So truly, we will be spanning the East and West Coast. And the impetus for us doing this show together is having a conversation, because Kathleen and I always have great conversations together. But it's also to provide the commentary that we wish was available to us as we walked down the path of energy work and had questions or need a perspective or simply wanted to dialogue. When we got together over a nice cup of tea, and Kathleen doesn't drink tea, as we got together around the kitchen table, we thought, what can we contribute to others? And this came through very clearly. We can contribute our conversations. Anything to add there, Kathleen? No, not at all. I think you've nailed it. (laughs) Okay. And on a comical note, one thing Kathleen and I have discovered is, although we're both talking about energy work, we usually approach it from two separate ends of the spectrum. So Kathleen approaches things from one side, I approach it from the other, and we whittle through toward the center, and usually we make some common sense once we get there. So that's our perspective. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you know anybody that would benefit from the information that we are sharing for your consideration, please feel free to pass along this 30 minutes. And if you're looking for references for the three resources we mentioned, just play the podcast again and click on the website. Join us next time for an exploration of Oracle Cards and enjoy the day. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for healing conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald. Enjoy nourishing conversations, thought-provoking guests, personal growth tools, compassionate guidance, practical tips, plus a generous sprinkling of East Coast humor and warmth. You'll also love our popular roundtable discussions, featuring Deb Carousella, Heisey Lutmers, J. 
John Carousella and Mildred Lynn. Airs the first Sunday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. For more information, please go to HealingConversationsWithMildredLynn.com.